is up, everybody? This is Keith Jameson. We're back at Guy 231 across the DFS industry, and we have arrived at one of those slates. Yes, one of those with the three best teams in England all on one slate together, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Manchester City, with two of them being massive home favorites. Liverpool is a minus 455 favorite home to Brighton. City at minus 715 home to Palace. They have a, a ton of good plays, some very expensive plays. We will sort all those out for you shortly. Just a quick reminder, though, if you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, and comment to the Mayo Media Network. Make sure that you subscribe so you get all the amazing content. And we got NHL, NFL, um, obviously soccer. Pat and the team have done an amazing job of getting content to you guys daily. So make sure you look at that. And if you're on the pod feed, make sure you subscribe to Daily Fantasy Picks and Bets the Mix so you can get all that directly to your pod center. And then finally, if you're still interested in more content, all that, all that is said and done, check out our site, FSI DFS on Twitter and YouTube, or we can get you some additional content on top of that. And you can find me if you're interested or in reaching out if you have any questions at GatorGuy231 on Twitter. All right. Let's get into it. Enough pitches. Mo Salah, 12-300. Probably the most informed player in the world, not just England, the world. Ten, ten goals, five assists. I think the goal streak at this point, if you include Champions League, is like seven or eight. Just absolutely thrashed Manchester United. Now he goes back home to Anfield to take a Brighton team. Well, Brighton's a good team. You know, they're going to be very, very mismatched at Anfield. And I think that, honestly, 12300 for Mo Salah decides the entire slate. Like, we're just getting right into it at the top. If you play Mo Salah, I think one goal, you know, like a 15 to 17 DK, at this point is a disappointment at 12300 What you're really trying to unlock is the 20-plus upside. Hell, you want the 50-plus upside he showed versus Manchester United, right? But it could be there. Look, some of the stats for Salah right now are just absolutely ridiculous. Like, just quickly pulling it up. This season, in the EPL, nine games, 10 goals, five assists. That's nuts. 40 shots, right? So, while he doesn't have corner kicks, he's not the guy that's going to cross the ball a ton. 40 shots, almost four per game. On target, 23 of those, right? We got one per shot. We get two per shot, a shot and goal. And then additionally, shots assisted, right? Mosala has been passing the ball, I feel like, more than ever watching this team the last few years. 22 shots assisted this season. Mosala is just an elite form. I think there's enough value to make it work. Right now, my holders, I am building around Salah. So, yeah. Well, what, what, what can you say about the guy? He, The Egyptian king is just that good. All right, Phil Foden. Next guy on my list at 10,500, in large part due to being forward eligible. And just the reality that Manchester City is actually the biggest favorite on the site. As much as I love Liverpool, as much as we love Mo Salah, as much as we're going to lock Trent Alexander Arnold here in a minute or two, Manchester City is still a minus 715 favorite. They could be minus 800 by lock. So, how are we going to deal with it, right? Phil Foden playing kind of a false number nine. You know, I think he's one of the best young players in the world, if not one of the best, probably up there with Mbappe and Holland as best under 23 in the world. Um, it's going to get a share of set pieces if we don't see Riyad Mahrez. Predictions don't have Riyad Mahrez in. 
So at 10,500, Bowden gives you goal scoring upside, upside, a bit of set pieces, and he could fill a forward spot. I think there are going to be a number of midfielders in the lower range we could use, but you could also say that with forward, right? But typically forward is the hardest one to, to fill. Phil Foden can certainly do that. If you don't go with Phil Foden, maybe you could go the good old way of filling City, which is take Kevin De Bruyne and don't think twice. I am going to tell you, though, I am thinking twice. How I'm thinking, thinking three times on Kevin De Bruyne because just the reality behind Kevin De Bruyne is since coming back from injury, since coming back into this loaded City squad, this has not been the same Kevin De Bruyne we've seen for years. This has not been the guy that jumps in and immediately takes, you know, 90% of set pieces, all direct free kicks. He's not even taking PKs if Mares is on. Yet we're paying 10,000. We're paying the price we've always paid, paid for Kevin De Bruyne. Middle of the week versus West Ham, he only took one corner. He was actually splitting with Gundogan and Mares. Um, last game versus Brighton in a substitute appearance, you know, obviously he has 4.2 DK. But the troubling one was the Burnley game, right, where everybody in the world locked the, him as a minus 900 favorite. He only finished with 18.4 DK, and that was due to a goal, right? So Kevin De Bruyne is not normally the guy that we lock in there for goals. We lock in Kevin De Bruyne for the elite 14 to 15 DK floor, and I'm not sure we're getting that here. Now, I will say this. If you don't play Mo Salah, Kevin, getting to Kevin De Bruyne is easy. But playing Kevin De Bruyne? possibly takes you out of Mo Salah. And I think at this point, the, the ceiling of Mohamed Salah with a similar floor, right? Because I was describing the amount of shots, the amount of shots assisted, all those things, makes them pretty close. And I might be able to go cheaper City pieces than cheaper Liverpool pieces to get, get my exposure. And that cheaper City piece, I'm going to skip James Ward Prowse and go back to it in a minute, is somebody like Gabriel Jesus. If Gabriel Jesus starts at right wing, I just love Jesus in this role. You know, I think a lot of us, myself included, didn't really know what to think of Jesus coming into the season. You know, especially when you would see him, you're like, okay, there's no Aguero. You know, Jesus has had moments as the number nine, but, you know, no sort of floor, goal or bust. But Pep has recast Gabriel Jesus as a right winger to compete with Rian Mares. And Jesus has arguably been better than Mares in the most important game of the season versus Liverpool. Jesus got the start at the right wing. So if he starts, he's actually been showing a fantastic floor. He's been getting in between seven to nine, four points out there. That's similar to Mares. It's similar to Raheem Sterling. And in the last three games, he has a goal or assist in every single game, double digits and all those. And at 8,300, he gives us, exposure to the huge Manchester City side at almost a $2,000 discount to Foden and De Bruyne. So I'd really like him. If Mares is in, it's just going to further complicate things. I mean, I think you can argue if you see Foden, De Bruyne, and Mares in, and then let's say Jack Grealish too, you just look at there and you go, I've got like four City attackers, all 9,000 plus. Like, what am I going to do here? So I really do hope we get a guy like Jesus in there at 8,300. Give us a little bit cheaper exposure, but similar upside. Going back to James Ward-Prowse at 9,100, you know, compare him to the City pieces. I think just outright, you know, even including matchup, which I'm, I might like back, want to like 
peel back on this once I say it out loud. So, so give me a little bit of a leash here. But at 9,100, I think James Ward Prowse's outright floor, just outright floor away to Watford is better than De Bruyne or Foden or Mares, even in this elite matchup. Now, the, once you start including goals and assists and that type of equity, I think it all changes. But just pure floor, we know when James Ward Prowse is on the pitch, he gets 100% of set pieces. Watford is a team that gives up a ton of crosses and set pieces. And then James Ward-Prowse also has PKs. So we have a little bit of built-in equity with PKs. And then we know he's one of the most elite free kick takers in England and the world. So James Ward-Prowse at 9,100, you know, I want to get there. It's just going to be really hard with all the equity. Like if you take goals out of the slate, then James Ward-Prowse is in your lineup. But all of a sudden you add back goals and assist equity on two uh, like a minus 500 favorite like Liverpool and a minus 700 favorite like City and you go God, can I really just try to lock in 10 to 12 DK floor with James Ward Prowse or do I need to shoot for that upside and that's going to be a huge decision on the site Trent Alexander Arnold I think is a free square at 7500 especially in cash Trent Alexander Arnold while I was comparing James Ward Prowse's floor versus the City guys Trent Alexander Arnold has the outright best floor on the slate he does not have less than double digits this season. He actually does not have less than double digits this season, even if you take out his three assists. James Ward Prowse, I'm sorry, Trent Alexander-Arnold takes at least a share of set pieces, oftentimes free kicks, and probably crosses the ball. I don't have the stats right up to me. As much, if not more, than anybody in the EPL. He's an absolute DFS dream. 7,500 was probably about 1,000 too cheap. I was expecting... DraftKings to take him up to 8,500 and 9,000, I was still going to argue that you play Trent Alexander-Arnold. So at 7,500, I think you are getting a bit of a discount. Dwight McNeil at 6,600. It's just the guy that the site will just not price up. Dwight McNeil's floor is absolutely outstanding. If you look at the last three games alone, okay, no goals, no assists. We had home versus Norwich, 11.9. Away versus City, 9.8. I argued last week, Away versus City getting 9.8 DK is like similar to 15 DK floor and a neutral matchup, which is, this is a neutral matchup. And then at Southampton, not necessarily the greatest matchup, 9.7 DK. So I think Dwight McNeil at 6,600 6, is a, just a really, really nice way to fill in your lineup if you're looking for floor. I think he's more of cash than GPP because he's not giving us, he doesn't have a goal or assist this season, right? So he's not necessarily giving us the upside that we want. But at 6,600, 6, you can lock in 10 DK move on and have that in your lineups. Another way that you could save is Andy Robertson at, at 5,600. Andy Robertson gets a share of set pieces for Liverpool, who is obviously the biggest, the second biggest favorite on the slate. Before the last three games, he was double digits in the first three games, struggled a little bit in the last few, 7.9 versus City, 7.9 versus Watford, 6.4 versus Manchester United. Look, when you get a share of set pieces and you cross the ball a ton in open play like Robertson, the goal equity is there. I'm sorry, the assist equity is there as well. So any of those games, you all of a sudden get an assist, you're looking at 13, 14 DK. Sub five, sub 6,000, decent shot at a clean sheet. I like Andy Robertson a lot to fill in your lineups. Finally, one other play before I go to the true punt is Matthias Jensen at 5,400. Look, you're going to need to watch the lineups for Brentford, but Jensen went on for Brentford, takes a monopoly of set pieces. He just had 10 crosses last week at home versus Leicester. 5,400 versus Burnley is a very, very plus spot for a 
a monopoly set piece taker. Also Brentford, Brentford's a good team. Like don't just let the name and the fact they got promoted this year, throw you off the track. Like Brentford has been competitive with some really good teams, including Liverpool. So I think away to Burnley, they're looking that going in there thinking they're going to get a point, if not 30. So I do like Jensen. Finally, to make a lot of this work, I think the Manchester City center backs, and I'm not the type that ever likes to talk center backs, but I think they're egregiously priced. We have Ruben Diaz, 3,300. I'm putting on the sheet, Emmerich Laporte, and kind of just splitting the middle. And then John Stones at 2,500. You're going to get two of those guys, and you could argue, argue that you could use two of them to make this all work. All of them have built-in close to two DK floors just from passes, like not even including a tackle, a foul drawn, a shot, none of that, just passes. All of them are around going to get in between about 80 to 100 passes in this matchup. Now add in the fact that as a minus 700 favorite home to Palace, there's built-in clean sheet equity, right? Three DK from that. So now we're talking possibly two points from passes, three points from the clean sheet equity. Now we're up to five, right? We're talking 3,300 for DS, 2,900 for Laporte, 2,500 for Stones. We're at 5DK. And now anything else they do on the pitch, fouls, drums, tackles, they're all very, very live on headers from corners. All of that is just bonus. So I really do think you're going to need at least one, if not two, in your lineups to make a lot of these studs work. And maybe that's if you're more like just pure studs and scrubs build. But I would expect those city center backs to be very, very chalky in cash. I do like them. Um, you know, I always kind of on city sites look at that and just see, are we going to get a cheap center back? And all of them are cheap this late. So, all right, that'll do it. There's 10 picks. It's going to be a fun slate. So I hope that this helps. Enjoy a five-game, two-hour sweat. It's the best. I'll see you all in the lobbies. Thank you all once again for watching. This is Keith Jameson, a.k.a. Gator Guy 231 See you.